Welcome to episode 14 <laughs> of New Money Talks. Yes, sir. Another good one going. All right, so uh, we're still in Arizona. Arizona. That's right. We, uh, we had pup rings on last time. We were in, what, Phoenix? Phoenix with a whole bunch of e-commerce guys. Yeah, big Max uh, Now we're in Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Yeah, to that. With the famous uh, Oliver over here. I don't know about famous. Oliver. What's your last name? Brocado. Brocado. Yeah. Talent. You just, just nailed it, right? Yeah. Where were you? Uh, I was in Milan. Milan. I'll do the intro. You know what um, Well, no, I'll let you intro yourself, but sure. take a couple of minutes. I talk about who you are. Um, I guess what you do. You can be as brief or descriptive as you want, and then uh, we'll see where the conversation oh, takes. Oh, this is going to be a good one. He's a little shy. We're a camera shy guy, but we're going to get him going. Yo, there's a fat ring light, like, Sarah. <laughs> 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 it's a little bit intimidating. I'm not going to lie. I've actually done a couple podcasts before, but... Look at us. I was like, it was over Zoom, like, definitely not the same. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, In-person's way off. Yeah, it feels professional as fuck. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So walk us through who you are, what you do. People have definitely heard of you, but just kind of give the intro. <laughs> Um, yeah, so my name is Oliver Brocado, and uh, I sell sex chocolate. That's a great No, it's, uh, it's funny. It's funny because, you know, when I say that, when people ask me what I do, nobody fucking believes it. Obviously, everybody thinks it's a joke, but yeah, that's what I do, man. Um, basically, we took the most popular and effective natural supplements that typically come in a pill and powder, which is very pharmaceutical and taboo and frankly, just like fucking weird. Um, and we put it in a new format targeting Generation Z that is sexy and romantic and a shared experience. Um, so in essence, we destigmatized a, a very pharmaceutical industry. Yeah. So you're selling sexual chocolate. What's the name of the brand? Uh, the name is called Tabs. Tabs Chocolate. You've probably seen it on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, they're big on TikTok, Instagram, and everything. So what? Like you eat this thing and what? You get excited or something? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Something like that. Uh, basically, there are three chocolate squares in a box. Um, and each square has like a clean break, a diagonal break. And so you split it into two triangles. You have half, your partner has half, and then you get after it in the bedroom. Oh, wow. Like that. Yeah. So we'll walk us through how you came up with this idea. Like, what was the origin of this idea? When did it start, stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah. You know, a lot of people think like I'm some sort of like chocolate fanatic or some sort of sex fanatic. <laughs> and uh, while I do like chocolate and I do like sex, uh, can't say uh, can't say that was the motivation behind it. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's a super, super viral product. Um, and I knew that I could blow this up. And that's what we've done. done over the past year. We've done over 250 million views across social, uh, gone from zero to over two and a half million dollars in revenue in the first year. Yeah. At about like 45% net profit margins. Wow. Um, so like all, all organic. Um, it's been a, an amazing journey. Um, but yeah, how did time go? So you've had the brand for a year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, we took about like a year just building it and developing it. Yeah. Um, you know, figuring out the supply chain, the formulation, all the branding, packaging, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Uh, but we launched about a year ago, and we've been live since then. Fantastic. And how long have you been in e-commerce for? Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good question. Yeah. That's a good question. I got my first taste of e-commerce and entrepreneurship when I was a freshman in high school. Now, are you still sophomore in high school now? <laughs> 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 no, I'm, I'm about to walk off. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll. No, I'm, uh, I'm 21. I actually just turned 21 two days ago. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, where, where are my gifts? No, <laughs> 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 <la
Um, you started when you were 14? You yeah, yeah, so I started when I was 14. Um, I saw the, the fidget like the fidget spinner trend explode. Yeah. Um, believe it or not, my high school was like one of the first places where it took off. So definitely like like lucky timing. Um, and I, I saw it, I was like, yo, I can make these, I can sell these. So I called my grandpa, I was like, yo, give me a, give me a little bit of a loan. He sent me like 500 bucks. Nice. I, uh, I, bought, I bought a 3D printer, uh, like a rubber mallet and uh, some skateboard bearings and I manufactured them in my, my basement. And I would sell them to all my boys at school, like all, all my homies. And eventually I recruited some of my friends to become like sales reps for me. And you know, middle schoolers were selling the middle schools and elementary like schools. Candy and, sound. Yeah, they're selling candy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I knew it was, it was hot. It was, it was super hot. Um, and eventually, you know, I tapped out like the physical space. Like everybody in my high school had had a fidget spinner in their pocket. So I was like, okay, like now what? What do I do next? Yeah. Um, and so then I started knocking on doors in like my town and neighboring towns. Just oh, like, so you were walking door to door. Well, well, well not resting doors. I mean shops, okay. like like local mom and pop shops doors. Awesome. Um, yeah, hustling for sure. Yeah. And then eventually I was like, yo, like, I'm gonna put it online. It's just like the next kind of logical step. Had no experience in e-commerce. Like had no idea what Shopify was or any of that shit. Um, but I was like, yo, eBay, right? Like mm-hmm. it's super easy to list something on eBay or Etsy, also something yeah, super yeah. easy. So, you know, I, I put them up and that was like my first like cha-ching, you know, that was my first like, taste <laughs> yeah. of that kind of like Wi-Fi money. Um, and I've just been hooked ever since. Shout out Wi-Fi money. Yes, yeah. So, so you were 14, so you find Shopify back then? You just eBay though? Oh, uh, it was eBay and Etsy, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. eBay and, and Etsy. How did you fall into the whole Shopify ecosystem in the world? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, so the fidget spinner trend was enormous, it was tremendous. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of where I got my start. Um, but as soon as it exploded, it also died really quickly. Yeah. Um, and after it died, I was like, all right, like, what the fuck <laughs> do I do now, right? Like, like, yo, like, I did pretty well, especially like for a 14-year-old kid. You know, I also did like events, we'd go to like, bar mitzvahs and you know, whatever. Um, like, we'd set up like a booth and like, hand out free videos for yeah, the yeah. kids. Um, but, you know, after, after it died, I was like, shit, like, like what do I do? Um, and so I decided to like look at like dropshipping. Mm-hmm. Um, tried setting up a couple stores, failed, didn't get anywhere. Um, and then I was like, okay, um, what, what, what skill do I have? Well, like for the fidget spinner brand, you know, I grew my Instagram account from like zero to 10,000 followers pretty oh, quick. How'd you do that? Um, just like giveaways. Um, I was like growth hacking it, like using certain uh, hashtags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like use like some like bots and engagement yeah, groups, yeah. like follow and unfollow. You know, so just like, like for light. Yeah, 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 all that bullshit, all that bullshit. Um, <laughs> yeah. follow, 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 you know, I follow like a bunch of people, unfollow a bunch oh, of people, oh. like have, have that all automated, yeah. uh, you know, mass DMs. Um, and so I was like, okay, that, that's a skill that I have. Um, I'm going to build a business behind this. And so I started a little social media management agency. Um, How old were you at the time? Probably like 14 and a half, 15. Oh, this wow. is, you know, this yeah, is probably yeah, 15 yeah. maybe. Wow. Um, my first client was my barber shop. Okay. Uh, he would give me a free haircut a month um, in exchange for running his Instagram account. Okay. Um, and he like, let me like work out of the back of the, the barbershop. He gave me introductions to other business owners around the town. Yeah. Um, and before I knew it, you know, I was running the Instagram account for the fish market down the street, the hair salon, um, the clothing store. Uh, and you know, I, I kind of cornered like the little, the, the little town that I grew up in. Yeah. I felt like the mayor, you know, walking down Which the street. Uh, Armonk, New York, shout out 10504. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, so so that was kind of like my, my, my next move. But what happened was with, with the whole kind of Instagram management thing, it's like, 
it was tough because there's no attribution, right? Like there's no there's no measurement of the actual impact that you're driving for the business. Yeah. And while these while these like local like shops weren't paying me a lot of money, uh, it was still a lot for them. And there was no like ROI. There was no like sort of understanding of like what I was really bringing them, right? Yeah. And so from there, I was like, you know, fuck all the fuck all the Instagram management. I want to get into ads because if I get into ads. I am indisputably like driving conversions, driving sales, making them money, and of course becoming indispensable and making a lot of money myself. Facebook ads for the whole time. Yeah, going through high school. Exactly. Going through high school. You know, like with ads, it's like every single dollar you spend, it's 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 measurable from you know the number of impressions to the page views, the add to cards, initiate checkouts, purchases, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's where I knew I wanted to be, and that's where I started to kind of pit. Definitely. And then, so you just all throughout high school, and then you went to college, right? So you didn't go to college. Uh, yeah, uh, I went to college, kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so after like you know getting into the ads again, tried like dropshipping a little bit, went back to my roots, like selling shit on Etsy and eBay again. Um, and then one of my buddies, um, who was like pretty pretty um, experienced and big in kind of like the e-com space. He was heading up growth for this app. Um, I was about a senior in high school at this time. Uh, it was called It's Me. Uh, you may have seen it on TikTok, um, but basically, this was like way before like TikTok is what it is today, or was what it was today. Um, and essentially, he brought me on board to manage all of the influencer collabs um, for the app. And we were spending, you know, anywhere from like a thousand to three thousand dollars a day just partnering with these micro influencers who had never done brand deals before. We were getting like locking these rates for pennies on the dollars. Yeah. And we were just going absolutely crazy. Um, you know, driving hundreds of millions of views. We brought the app to like number four in the social media networking charts. Um, like number one was Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp. And then here we were, we were wow. a team of like, you know, four like dudes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, that were like, you know, like younger than probably like 25. So that was kind of like my first like, kind of experience with TikTok. Um, and then um, I actually like parlayed that um, into working um, for this like leggings brand. Um, they're like these like viral kind of TikTok leggings. Um, and again, kind of managed the whole entire influencer TikTok segment. Um, we blew that up, ended up selling about like 700,000 to like a million dollars worth of leggings in a year, um, which was also like another like foundational experience. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're the leggings that made your ass look fat. You know, but again, like it wasn't my company. It was like a project that I was working on. But, but you were learning a whole bunch of But stuff. I was learning, learning, yeah. learning, learning, learning. And, you know, I wasn't making like any money, um, really. But again, just like learning, learning, learning. Uh, and after all of that, um, I was like, okay, like, it's time to make my own thing. Um, I want to launch my own products. I want to launch my own brand. I clearly had the skill set, the knowledge. I had a little bit of like kind of seed funding at this point. Uh, and that kind of led to taps. Definitely. So like you're thinking through different products to do, what's gonna go viral on TikTok? Cause like that's your experience, right? So you're like- Exactly. You're kind of like taking what you learned and be like, all right, like what can I create that's different? Not just like off the shelf exactly. dropshipping product. Exactly. You came up with tabs, right? Yeah. And tabs is a hard product to make. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, like yeah. You spent months and almost a year. You know, almost, yeah, and about, about a year. Yeah, so, you know, pre-tabs, yeah, I was thinking like, yeah. like what could go viral? Like what, what can really pop on TikTok? 
uh, I saw like these these uh, hot cocoa bombs. I don't know if you guys have seen them. Oh, they were kind of like like bath bombs. Oh, you don't drop them. Like, water, drop water. Water. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like a hot cocoa bomb where instead of like a bath bomb, right, it's like a chocolate shell. You dropped it in your hot milk. It would kind of like spin up, and then there would be a cocoa powder inside, it, and you you spin it up, and you make the drink. Um, and they were super popular like, in my bakery. And they were super popular like all across the United States, but there was no like one like centralized seller. So like that originally was going to be like my product, going to be my brand. I like that. But then, uh, you know, my, my, my partner, my now partner, uh, sent me a TikTok one day. Um, and it was, it was a video of a sex shop. It had like 8 million views, uh, 2 million likes. And I go to do research on the brand, like not being sold online. Wow. They're like product and packaging is completely ass. Yeah. They have no digital footprint or social media presence. They're not running any ad. We're like, yo, this is such a fucking dope product. If we brought our background and executed properly, we can blow this shit up. Yeah. And that's what we did. Definitely. I think I'm actually very curious about like you developing the product. Right. Like most people in e-commerce, they just find an off-the-shelf e-commerce like AliExpress product or a private label and make you like formulate and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're obviously not a scientist, right? I think that's like interesting because like yeah. I think what's interesting about tabs is that you're so differentiated that like the barrier of entry into your space yeah. is massive. Yeah. Like, it costs money, it costs time, it costs expertise. So like yeah. walk through that process, like what did you do in that year? Yeah. Like actually Great pads. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so don't even think about carbon. No, 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 Right? So it's not like we came up like with this crazy recipe or concoction that's like life-changing. Like, no, 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 no. We took something that worked and we presented it in a new format that I think it really like flipped the industry in its head, right? Because if, 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 if you were with your girl and you pulled out a pillar powder, she would look at you like, what, what the yeah, fuck? Like, what the fuck? And if you look at, you got like competitors, you know, in the space, right? Like Blue Chew, Hims, like yeah, yeah, yeah. even, even, even by Blue Chew is weird. Yo, if you look at their advertising there specifically, their whole entire messaging is like, hey, it's super discreet packaging. Your girl won't even know, right? Like that's the kind of like communication that, 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 that they're presenting with their customers. For us, we're like, yo, fuck all of that. We want you to embrace you it with, with, your, with partner. your partner, yeah. enjoy it with your partner, break it in half. And by the way, that also plays extremely well on camera. It's like visually explains yeah. the product. Uh, and so that was kind of like the whole like uh, ingeniousness behind tabs, in my opinion. I love that. Uh, so and and cool. what I credit to a lot, like a lot of our success. Um, in terms of, I guess, like, you know, the first year, like building it out, the formulation, et cetera, uh, there's just a lot of groundwork um, finding the right co-manufacturers and suppliers and um, you know distributors. The, the one thing we spoke about too is like the temp, temp control and stuff like that too. Like this yeah, stuff else. Right. There, there's there's a lot yeah. that goes into it. You know, they're like you have to source like you know four or five different supplements, each from its own individual oh, wow. you know manufacturer. Then like there's the chocolate too that makes it. And then there's you know the the mold manufacturer for the chocolate. Then there's you know the boxes. There's the uh, chrome polymellers that uh, we were talking about, you know, trap the heat, creates an embryonic effect to ensure that the chocolate doesn't mount in transit. Like, there are so many, like, moving pieces that we had to figure out and coordinate and also do so on a very, very limited budget. Because yeah. keep in mind, 
we're fully bootstrapped. We started tabs with $30,000 total, total. Uh, and so, you know, for most manufacturers, they don't even want to fucking talk to us. Yeah, yeah. We're not worth their time. You know, their MOQs are 100,000 units, 300,000 units. someone to work with you? It was just cold calling, man. Like cold calling hundreds of comments. Um, and finally one person said yes. Yeah. And he was our guy. Yeah, lucky dude. He's a lucky guy. Well, actually, we, we did move. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, don't, I don't know how lucky. Uh, I mean, we just we outgrew him, right? Like, he, he works with, like, you know, micro runs. He does, like, pretty much everything by hand. Takes fucking three months to get a production yeah. run down. It's like, we, we, we just can't, like, work at that velocity. Anymore. No, I think uh, your velocity is important to even talk about that. Like, yeah. the brand has grown, right? The, the brand has gone viral on TikTok. You guys are amazing at that. Like, the organic TikTok stuff. We, we had Luca on here, too. Oh, yeah? You guys are all, like, good buddies and all do the whole organic yeah, stuff yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. You guys do a whole great job with that, right? Yeah. Like, I would ask this question. Share some sauce with us. Like, how the hell does this organic <laughs> stuff work? Like, what are you doing to like create all these viral posts on, on social media, right? Like, there's obviously an art and a science behind it, right? Yeah. There's, there's some some formula. Yeah, absolutely. Walk us through a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, 100%, yeah. 100%, 100%. The first thing that like, I want to preface this like, like with a caveat is again, like, you know, you could play the game on hard mode or on easy mode, right? Like the hard mode would be just like any random product. For us, again, we specifically invented and created this product for to, to go viral on TikTok. So it's way easier. You know, we're, 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 we're swimming downstream. Other people are like trying to fight against the top. Uh, so I do want to say that like, yes, like there's 100% of art, a science, like there are systems that we've developed that are incredible. But it's not just like, hey, like a copy and paste, and you can, you can work with this like for any single brand, like by, by any means. Um, but you know, with that being said, um, for me, initially, I started with influencers. Uh, I knew that I wanted to work with as many influencers as I possibly could, um, which became very, very challenging to do so at scale. The reason being is that like, you know, 90% of them don't respond to you. Mm-hmm. So you have to cast an extremely wide net. Of those that do respond to you, half of them charge like an exorbitant rate price. So you're, that just you're like, paying them for oh, of course, yeah, pay, paying them for posts, of course, sending them products and paying them for the posts. Uh, but you know, half of them like will just charge so much fucking money. Where it's like, yo, the economics of it just don't make sense. Yeah. And then the, of those that do agree to work with you, you send them product. Another half of them just like disappear and ghost you and steal your product. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you you shoot a message out to let's say ten thousand influencers. Maybe you're working with like. I don't know, 30? I'm pulling these numbers out of my hands. No, like, like, I'm pulling these numbers out of my hands. The point, yeah. the point is that like, it is so fucking time consuming. It is, there's so much labor that goes on. And of course I streamlined the process with VAs, you know, having firing DMs, which also became a problem because you can only send so many DMs in a day before Instagram action blocks you. So you have to like set up multiple accounts, but you know, streamlined it with like cold emails, text messages, using TikTok Creator Marketplace. But even like with all of that, it just became a nightmare, like a headache, or a huge, huge headache to run efficiently at scale. And so eventually I was like, yo, like, fuck this. Uh, there's gotta be like an alternative way. And you know, the beauty behind TikTok is that they've democratized the ability to go viral, yeah. right? Doesn't matter if you have 40 followers or if you have 40 million followers. You know, if it's good content, you can hit the for you page run. And luckily for us, we have an amazing product that lends itself to create good content. So I had this idea, you know how they're like, you know, businesses hire a creator to run a brand page. So I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to keep scaling that across more brand pages with more creators. So at first it was one creator on one page. 
And then I was like, okay, let's add another one. Let's add another one, another one, another one. To the point where you know, we have 30 to 40 creators like, on retainer that are pumping out anywhere from one to three TikToks a day, just putting out a massive amount of content. And the TikTok algorithm is a black box. People working at TikTok don't even know like what's good. You know, like they don't, they don't, no they don't, no, no one has any clue. But what, and, and I can't tell you which video specifically is going to go viral. But what I can say is that if we put up 50 videos in a day, one will hit. Yeah. It's kind of the idea of, you know, you can't, instead of trying to find the needle in the haystack, you just grab the whole entire haystack. You just take it all away. Right, yeah. right. And, then, and, and then you got the needle. Same volume. Exactly. It's a, it's a complete volume. And so that was like kind of like one of the first systems that I designed and, and built out that worked tremendously well for us. Definitely. Um, and I also want to add to, you know, a lot of people are like, well, why not just put like a bunch of creators on one TikTok page um, and just post from like the same page? Why do you create individual pages? Uh, the reason why is because TikTok analyzes the page and they start to like kind of figure out like the creator style, the content's ethos, you know, the format, et cetera, et cetera. And then they figure out like what audience to push it to. And so if you stack a bunch of creators on one page, the algorithm gets super confused, like all over the place. It's like too many cooks in the kitchen. So as a result, I isolated one creator per one account and like scale horizontally across what I like to call like subsidiary accounts. Interesting, yeah, and so this, this is pretty much the strategy that got you within the first year to where you're at, right? Uh, I would say like like one of the main, 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 main yeah. like primary jobs. You, you there, there are, there's some other marketing channels. You guys almost like hired you this success, right? Yeah, so yeah. I mean like, like a lot of people call this like the Andrew Tate method, like we were doing this before like people, before Andrew Tate was on yeah. Tate. But also a little bit of controversy because people are like, oh, does this actually work? Does it not work? Right. It's the comments going. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So like people are commenting like, yeah, like sex chocolate, this, that, and they're like, the more comments you're getting, the more it's just going to more viral, right? That's how it works. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, more so than the con like the comments, it was just more so like a game of scaling and content out. You know, just like getting as many shots on that. How, how, how far can this take you though? Like, can this take you to become a ten million dollar brand? Um, no, you don't think so? No, I don't. I don't think that it can take me to become. So, like, so here's the thing. Uh, for some brands, probably uh, because they're growing their brand accounts and they're compounding. For me, I'm in the sex space and I'm in the supplement space which is a big no-no yeah, for big tech, right? For Facebook, TikTok, et cetera. How come you haven't run on like, um, what's it called, like the Pornhub network? We, we like tried, that. tried with Junkie a little bit. It didn't yeah. work for you. It didn't really work for us. I don't know if we gave it like a real fair yeah, shake. Yeah, yeah, uh, we'll yeah. probably have you. I hate you guys spent a lot. Like, you guys spent a lot of time with Junkie before you see anything. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not surprised. I just thought about that because like, you said Bluetooth. Bluetooth is literally all over those these things. Like, yeah, they, 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 but they also have it's. I, I, it's I, hate, dude, I, I hate when people compare like a bootstrap brand to like yeah. some like you know venture capital backed like multi million dollar company. Like it's just it's just not the same. Like yeah, I'm sure they spend on traffic junkie, but like they like can just write it off to like brand awareness. Like they don't give a fuck about conversions. Like for me, every single dollar that I spend, I need to see a return on. Otherwise, like you know the lights aren't on to me. Oh, for sure. Um, so yeah, yeah. And and you're like, I love the uh, the timeline of events because you went from like selling one product on Etsy, eBay to drop shipping in a sense. Now you have like a legitimate brand, right? Where you're yeah. thinking through like, okay, like profit margins, EBITDA, yeah. scaling, yeah. etc. Like like venture stuff like that. Yeah. Like, like how do you uh, for people out there doing e-commerce, right? Where do you think you think it's better to be in the drop shipping world or more in like the brand building world, a combo of both? Because like you guys aren't like the DTC darling type of looking brand, yeah. but you also aren't the dropship. You're, you're a good right. mix, right? Where it's kind of a hybrid. It's, it's a hybrid, right? Yeah. Like it's good to be like that, right? Because using a lot of the dropshipping method yeah. and then pushing the boundaries with like building good product, like 
building your brand, building your customer base, etc. Right. right? Like, where do you where do you where do you see you guys something? Where do you want to be? Sure. Um, first of all, like, I think that dropshippers are underappreciated, like by by like by by, by a long shot. Uh, you know, some of these dropshippers are the pioneers like of the whole entire digital marketing world, and they do not get enough credit. I would also argue, like in a large sense, that it's probably more difficult to be a dropshipper than to run a sustainable, scalable brand. Because when you have a brand, you're banking on LTV, you're banking on a returning customer that's coming back and back and back, which allows you to, to not necessarily be profitable on the front end, um, which gives you more room to advertise. With a dropshipper, you know, they're churning and burning customers, and so they have to figure it out and be profitable from the first purchase. So like, I, I, I wanna start with that. But the way that I look at it is like it's a ladder. You know, it's like, you know, you start off with drop shipping, you learn, you learn skills, you, you, you learn the ropes, there are no barriers to entry, it costs zero dollars to get in the game, and it's just about experience. The next level of the ladder is like kind of private labeling, right? You find a good drop shipping product that works, and you put, a logo on you it put your logo on it, you order some inventory, and, you know, that's kind of like your first like step of like building a brand. And for me, like that was kind of like light language at the company that I was working in. Uh, and that was right after the drop shipping. And then I feel like the, the, you know, the ladder number three is actually building out your own proprietary product where there's not, not, a lot, not as much competition, there are more barriers to entry, there's a moat around you. And so I think like that's where you want to go eventually. With that being said, like, I don't look down upon the no, drop shipping. Sure. I don't look down upon private labeling. Like, to me, I think that those are like fundamental steps that an entrepreneur must take in order to get to that point. And you look at a lot of the brand builders that raised a bunch of money and have no experience no. in the game, and you're fucking retarded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and they're burning money. They're not about performance market. You know, right. it's all just like, oh, like, right. and awareness. Oh, and then they think that they can just like hire agencies yeah. and basically like outsource the hardest part yeah. of, of building, you know, an e-commerce business, which is marketing, Definitely. which is getting in front of customers and doing so at profit. Yeah, you're, you're not an e-commerce brand, you're a marketing brand. You're a marketing I'm, company. I'm, I'm a marketing company. Right. I'm, I'm a media company. Media company. company. Right? I'm, I'm a media company. You can monetize through the product. Right. Well, what, what massive brands are like two levels ahead of you that they look at for inspiration? What, what are some like brands that you like, really like? Like, damn, like I look at these guys and like we, we take some of their stuff and use them, stuff like that. Do you look at any big brands like that right now? Um, that's a good question. Um, so for me, you know, you asked me a really, a really interesting question earlier about can you get to eight figures? Can you get to nine figures? Kind of like what you're doing. And my problem is, is I'm in the sex space, I'm in the supplement space. And so I have a very hard time, like actually growing accounts because TikTok will come in and shadow ban them. They'll, they'll delete the account. They'll just stifle views. And so as a result, I'm kind of like doing like this guerrilla marketing campaign effort where I'm constantly like coming back with new pages, new creators, and again, firing, trying to hit the for you page and go about it. So with that strategy, like, no, I don't think that I can necessarily get to eight or nine figures um, doing do what we're doing now. Other brands are in a different position. Uh, for example, Mini Katana. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about that, uh, but they sell like anime, like anime, like samurai swords. And they, they they don't they don't have the same problem with us. They're just constantly building their brand accounts, building their brand accounts, building their brand accounts. And now their YouTube is firing like 200 million views a month. Wow. Their TikTok is firing like tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of views. And they're they're an eight figure brand, and they're crushing. Uh, so I, I look at Mini Katana for inspiration, kind of. But the problem is, is that I'm in a completely different game. What works for them doesn't really work for me. Yeah. What I've realized to get to the next level, I have to figure out the paid media acquisition side of things, which is very, very difficult because Facebook doesn't fuck with us. Yeah. TikTok doesn't fuck with us. Yeah. Nobody wants to touch us. 
And so we have to get incredibly creative with the advertising, the landing pages, you know, the advertorials, looking into cloaking, whole, whole bunch of whole, circumvention, whole bunch of methods in order to get this shit to work. But that's what's going to be the thing that, that elevates us. So to me, it's actually crazy your whole story because like your whole business, like honestly, it's like so hard that it shouldn't even exist. It shouldn't right? work. No, no, but like, like you no, pretty much have no, figured out no, how to make it work, no. right? And I've met a lot of guys who are in the dropshipping world yeah. are the opposite of you were like, hey, the business manager goes down, like the the processor goes down and boom, they quit. You know what I mean? And like a lot of what we've like met guys in this podcast are just like you, they're like, hey look, if a problem happens, so what? It's part of it's part of life. There's always a solution. And I see that as you're talking, you're just like, yeah, I can't do this, but so what? We can do this. So you're gonna like this. Um, another one of our like really cool marketing checks. Mm-hmm. We have a Discord with 1,800 kids sure. that are like probably anywhere from like 16 to like 20 years old. And they come into the Discord. They get a custom promo code, which tracks the sales that they drive. It's it's affiliates, but what's really interesting is that they make their own independent Instagram account. That's like a subsidiary version. And so, and they take our most viral videos and they repost it on Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts, Facebook Reels, et cetera, et cetera, at such a mass scale. That collective group has driven probably close to half a million dollars in revenue. How did you build that? Uh, took time. <laughs> yeah, it took time. It was, it was a snowball effect. We do a lot um, to incentivize growth within the Discord. Um, we will do like invite competitions and give like bonuses every single day. Um, if if they post a video, they react to a message, and then I have my VA, um, you know, take all the names, put it in a wheel. We spin a wheel, and whoever it lands on, we give them like ten bucks, and we spin the wheel like multiple times every day like, to kind of foster retention. We create like, a community where we have like a, a gym chat, you know, where people are posting their games and like yeah, selfies yeah. and shit like that. Do you think it's worth um, scaling this group even bigger? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm right now. I'm scaling the group. Yeah, that's um, like the community aspect of building well. Right. People that. Yeah, yeah, people, yeah, people think of like Facebook, TikTok, but then that's a whole. Well, we, even within the company, like, like you know, because this isn't like the community for customers. This is a community for like affiliates on mm-hmm. and so you know, even there, like, there's so much power. Walk, we'll walk through what an um, affiliate is. People don't even know what that is half the time. It's like this, this, this big world of affiliate networks, sure. sense, right? I think you don't even talk about what the hell this is. Like, sure. Talk about what, 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 what even is an affiliate, right? Yeah, I feel like I guess I would describe an affiliate, I guess, like a mercenary, almost, if that makes sense. Where you know they're an independent person, they don't have any sort of relationship like with the brand or the product itself, uh, but they see that there's an opportunity that for every sale that they can get the brand, they get to capture a percentage. For sure. And so they work on their own accord, however they want, um, to basically push eyeballs and traffic and ultimately conversions. Would you guys agree? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's someone who's, like someone who's you know promoting someone else's yeah. product or service. Yeah. yeah. Getting cut of it. Yeah. Oh, it's a whole channel that nobody like thinks about, right? right? And, and all of my guys are like on organic social. Like, I mean, we, we set up and built this blueprint for them to follow. Yeah, like social snowball with them. Like yes, that. yes, yes. Shout out Noah Tucker, social snowball. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, no, so that, that's, that's been uh, kind of funny. Yeah, we'll see this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah no, but that, that's been like a bit of channel that's been crushing for us. Uh, you know, again, super out of the box, unconventional, untraditional. Like, what other brand is working with 1,800 kids to, you know, like, amplify their content? And it's cool, man. I got, like, a 13-year-old kid in the Discord that I think has made, like, $10,000, $15,000. You know, just reposting videos onto Instagram Reels. It takes two minutes a day. Uh, So, you know, that's also pretty cool. But, um, yeah, that's that's, that's one of our... For sure. For sure. Do you have anything? I have a whole bunch. I took my phone. 
Yeah. Go for it. You enjoy what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, simple question, but it's, it's, it's legit. Like, yeah, you do well, what percentage of what you do. You yeah, because you obviously enjoy all of it. Like, you enjoy running tabs, like running e-commerce brand, doing all the stuff that you do. Yeah. So for me, like tabs is, I don't really, like, I'm not like super passionate about the product or the brand. To be completely honest with you. But I love the game. I love the game. I love the game. So like, do I love what I do? Like, absolutely. Tabs for me is like a vehicle to play the game. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like, if it wasn't tabs, it would be something else. Um, with that being said, I don't want to be like running tabs long term, like in the next like five, 10 years, like I don't want to be growing this brand. Uh, there are things that speak to me like more personally. Like what? Um, that's a conversation for another time. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, for, I, like, again, you know how we're talking about like, the ladder? Like, for, like, I feel like this is like a crucial step in my journey as an entrepreneur and as a person. And, you know, I would say like, about like, a year ago, I connected my identity and like my worth so much to the company. Whereas like Oliver was Tabs, Tabs was Oliver. But now like, I feel like I've zoomed out quite a bit. And I realized, like, I, I love what I do. I'm, I'm obsessed with it. I'm super passionate about it. But at the same time, like, I know that I'm also bigger than this. And this will be, like, a forever like, foundational experience that will lead to, 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 to much larger avenues yeah, in the future. It's, it's not the thing that you want to be written on your brain. No, 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 no. <laughs> Oliver O'Connor. That's such a good, like, uh, conversation starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No one believes it. No you, believe you meet a girl, it's like, what do you do? Oh, I sell sex jobs. No, no, no. I'll take you a punch in the face. <laughs> I get a, a drink thrown on you, huh? Jesus. Yeah. Have, you, have you looked into retail? Uh, a little bit. Um, so we haven't done too much with retail. Um, we work with some like small stores, um, smoke shops, sex shops, um, well, like consumer stores, dispensaries. Yeah, so that's definitely going to be a focus for us uh, this year. Um, honestly, we've just been so focused on um, TikTok and, and, and kind of figuring out you know, those kinds of systems over this past year um, that we've neglected other important parts of the business. Um, so wholesale and retail is something that I definitely want to break into. Um, we do have some, we are carried in some stores, um, just like incoming, um, there are companies that messaged us, emailed us, like, hey, I saw you online, if you want to carry you, and, and we've arranged some deals, but nothing crazy. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to like, work with a distributor and really start pushing and, and making that a really challenge. You, you see a lot of brands like at the seven-figure mark, they start pushing into the retail. Yeah. Actually, actually, you can't do Amazon. Like, we'll do Amazon. No, we can. You can do yeah, Amazon. Yeah, we actually got approached by Amazon. There you go. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you can do stuff like that where like, you start expanding your sales channels. Exactly. And that's you get to the eight-figure. Exactly. Like exactly. I mean, here's the thing, though. Like, I don't think you want to expand too fast. Like, year one, oh, it was a fucking roller coaster, that's man. That's crazy. You forget it. It's only been one yeah, year. Yeah. You've, so, you've done this much in one year. It's kind of nuts. Well, I mean, honestly, like, the numbers aren't insane. Like, like, I'm sure that you've had people come on here that have 10x my number. You don't have a few million dollars Yeah. We did a few million dollars in our first year. Uh, I think what's more impressive than the number is our profit margin. Yeah, uh, I don't think nobody too, talks about the profit. Yeah, I don't think I don't think too many people can say the same thing. You know, I, I have like f- friends that are founders that have done like, you know way more revenue than me. But you can clear more money than them. Sure, okay. um, but yeah, no. So definitely have some some big plans uh, for for this year. I want to get into Amazon. Uh, I want to expand into wholesale retail. I want to expand internationally. More than 40% of our traffic incoming right now comes internationally and we can't sell to them. Why not? So, uh, every single country has their own rules and regulations about you know, the supplements and the labeling and the nutrition facts. And so 
you have to be very careful and ensure everything's up to date. So that's something that, you know, when we flip that dial, like hopefully we should see a, a, a big increase. Uh, you know, among some other things, cracking paid media. Again, I think that's really going to be the lever that takes us uh, from a couple million into tens of millions. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for the future. Have you, have you considered creating like a lead magnet product that will allow you to market like white hat not having issues and then kind of like funnel them and like upsell what is currently your primary product? Cause I'm actually doing for a current brand, the flagship product that we're launching is pretty much not compliant with ads. Yeah. We'll probably get it to six figures a month organically, right. but it's like beyond that, we're going to introduce other products that we can run ads to mm -hmm. and then funnel people to that secondary product that really can't be sold with ads, but that goes very complimentary with, you know, the new products we're going to be launching. Have yeah. you ever considered something like that? Um, like recently, like now that I'm like trying to break into paid ads and having like the conversations with like people in the space that have either done it successfully or, you know, people that know how to circumvent, like yeah. that's kind of like one of like the common pieces of advice and ways that I've been, been hearing. Uh, so that's definitely something that's top of mind and something that I'm going to be exploring. Uh, but again, uh, like for the past year, it's just been like heads down, laser focused. Yeah. I'm like, okay, how do we get TikTok and how do we get organic to work? And how do we get it to work every single day, you know, in, in a sustainable fashion that, that, that promises longevity? Because anybody can get a viral video and hit, you know, a crazy day. But we don't want like candlelight spikes, right? I want to see like at least some sort of baseline. Uh, and so that, that comes from developing systems um, and building a team. Dude, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like relationship idea book, like date idea book. Love it. You launch some shit like that. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually launching traffic. You well, drive that's traffic what I'm doing. Uh, we're, we're those. Uh, yeah, 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 so there's a company called uh, the Adventure. Channel. I've seen them. Um, I mean, their their ads these, are amazing, and they're almost like I don't want to say they're a monopoly because like not a lot of people know about them. Yeah. But they're like the ones who I'd say pioneered that. Right. And dude, I looked at that and I was like. I can totally create a variation and yeah. spin off of this. But yeah. I think that'd be a great idea for you. It sounds like you already edited it. Yeah. No, yeah, no, for sure. Because you could hundred percent. I mean, you could do the same thing organically and yeah. now have twice the reach. But the same people who saw the ads before who didn't want that, they're probably going to want this one. And then maybe because they get this one, they have a great experience. And now they want that one. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we're actually uh, building out like an ebook right now. Like oh, yeah. except for like a lead magnet for emails. Yeah. I think it's like how to make him. Or like how to make her call, <laughs> <laughs> like some shit like that. Uh, that, that <laughs> that's uh, that, that's in the pipeline right now. Yeah, it's in the uh, pipeline. <laughs> he hired somebody out of Fiverr. What do you think about all that ChatGPT stuff? Do you think that makes like uh, creating content easier? Um, I guess I guess we'll see. Uh, I think it's like, incredibly early, For sure. and like people don't know how to utilize it effectively, or like you know where the use case really is. Uh, with that being said, I think obviously it's going to like revolutionize um, the way that we all operate, Definitely. not just like in the e-commerce space, but how everybody operates. Um, and honestly, I don't know necessarily how good of a thing it's going to be like, in terms of like, for society. Dude, if I was 16 years old and I got an essay assignment, there's no way I would be writing that. Oh, yeah. I'd be throwing that into chat GPT. Like, yeah. And I'm sure like every high schooler is going to be doing that too. Yeah. And it's like, what does that mean, you know, like for the future? Like kids don't know how to write. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's scary. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, so anyway, I, I, I digress a lot. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, no, I think like specifically for e-commerce, I saw this really interesting thread. 
um, from like this expert in influencer marketing, uh, who has who shown how you can use ChatGPT3 to source influencers. You can be like, show me influencers that have 50 to 500,000 followers, that have an engagement rate of X, that are in this category from this year, and it will just give you a list, like, which is pretty freaking powerful, right? Mm-hmm. Amongst you know, all the other like, use cases. But uh, yeah, no, it should be interesting to see how things evolve over time. Yeah, I wonder if you could like give it a link to a video and say based off of the, like based off the uh, the, the text within this video because it can transcribe a video. Oh, it can. I didn't know that. You can you, wow. can you can transcribe a video, give it to them, and be like, can you create a variation of this? And right. that is not the same, or that wouldn't have like plagiarism or whatever. And they'll make an entirely new you know hook, storyline, call to action, and then you can use that now for a new video idea. And this is just like phase one of yeah. that. This this kind of a. Uh, not decentralized, what would you call it? Like, uh, I guess kind of, not, not a, you said democratize, I, was, I think that was a good way of putting it, AI, where people have more access to things that have already been out there, they just didn't really it know usually, about it. It used to be like the like, engineer who could code and do all this stuff, you yeah. know how to use AI. Now it's, now it's like right. anybody, anybody and their mom, all over Twitter, it's just like all these guys, all the right. and stuff, you know? Right, but it's just like, like what does that mean? What does that mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the things, like, when I was in school, I was studying mechanical engineering, and I was just like, why the fuck am I learning all this shit? Why, why am I not being taught on how to use the technology right. that you have on the field right. and at your disposal? But it's like, well, it's, it's kind of good to have an idea of how they created that technology so that you have a conceptual understanding of it foundationally, sure. and, that, and then you appreciate use, the use of the technology. But like, at the end of the day, when you're, like, when you're at the cash register, they're typing in the numbers. They're, they don't have to do that shit in their head. Yeah. It's like, well, why do you have to learn it? It's a golden question. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but then, like, at what point is like a human just like you know sitting you, home you all day, and just, like, just like an absolute like moron, like, you know, like, in a different a zombie, zombie. like an actual zombie, like a yeah. brain dead zombie. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, no. I, well, I, then what you can do is you crack a tab's chocolate. Yeah, you get power. You got power. True, true. Yeah, go to tabschocolate.com. I'm another question. Other than tabs, you do anything else? Like, or you just sex chocolate all day? Yeah, no. What else do you do, bro? Yeah, I dabble. Yeah, dabble a couple other. Um, so I'm a little social media marketing agency on the side. Little plug. Yeah. You know, like we were talking about before, 99% of brands their main engine is paid ads. And for us, we weren't able to run paid ads, and so we've had to um, figure out unconventional uh, channels that m- most brands don't even know about or like can't even fathom. Uh, and as a result, like, I have a skill set and systems that I've already built out and have done all the groundwork and you know, the foundations have been set, and I'm able to, to just take and apply outside the team, right? Mm-hmm. And just apply to other companies. Um, and so we work with you know six to, to, to seven or eight uh, brands at the moment, um, kind of applying a lot of the same systems so like TikTok organic, um, a little bit of Instagram meme pages, uh, Twitter memes, pretty much everything. Uh, yeah, like yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty much just like out of the box shit. Um, so, so yeah, so that's something that I got going on the side. Uh, it's been growing really, really well. And you just moved to Arizona? Um, yeah, I yeah, just moved to Arizona. We're shooting this in my, my, my new apartment um, <laughs> that I, I just moved into, I think, like, what, yesterday? Um, yeah, um, and then I uh, I don't want to say, like, this is, this is a venture, but I'm very active on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's, it's not like a business. I don't, I don't really monetize off of it. Um, it's more so um, something that I spend a lot of time on, and it's, like, a place for me to express my thoughts, my feelings, and share like what's going on in my life, especially like in an entrepreneurial sense. 
Uh, it's kind of like my alter ego, like, you know, because I was like, I was in college, like I was a frat kid, like it was kind of like my alter ego, like being able to like be myself, like unfiltered, like as a young entrepreneur. Uh, and like I was able to find that community uh, and connect with other people there. Yeah. And I, like you do a lot of building in public, you're right? like, yeah, you're talking about, hey, like this is what we're doing, you should try it out. Um, I think people actually like gain a lot of value from that, right? Yeah, thank you. I mean, I hope so. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, uh, I hope so. I hope so. Um, For sure. But yeah, no, so, so Twitter's, Twitter's been great. I've met so many amazing, amazing people. Um, you know, investors, VC guys, PE guys. Uh, other entrepreneurs too. Other entrepreneurs, other founders, um, some of my best friends. Uh, my two roommates, the guys that I'm living with, I met them on Twitter, how fucking crazy That's is that? Crazy. And you know, I wasn't like an internet kind of kid, like when I was when I was younger, I was a very normal guy. I played soccer and the cross. Hey, internet guys are normal too. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm not like some like fucking well, like, like an online yeah, nerd that's yeah. like, oh like all my friends are online. Like, no, for sure. No, like you but, sports, uh, you hung out with your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normal kid. but but yeah, I mean Twitter has just been unbelievable. Really changed my life. So yeah. And like the last year has probably changed your life too. Yeah, it's, yeah, dude, it's, right? uh, it's, it's been a really wild year. Uh, honestly, a lot of ups, a lot of downs too. Like a lot of downs, like probably some of like the so, hardest. Tell me something about the downs too, because like we're talking about all the ups, right? What, what are some stuff that you were like, you woke up morning like, damn, this shit just sucks. Yeah. Like, like yeah. what are some stuff that just like pissed you off, like uh, really got to this year? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like, they're, they're, they're long stories. It's not like, oh, this shit sucks. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I mean, I'm happy to talk about it, but yeah, basically, yeah, there's, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot right? So it's not so like rainbows and amazing. No, right? yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think like that's part of the path of being an entrepreneur. When you look at most people uh, that work a traditional job, right? Uh, they have like a pretty well-defined path laid out in front of them, right? It's like, you know, I, I was going to a business school at the University of Michigan. I was going to Ross. Um, most people go into investment banking. And it's like, hey, you spend two years working your ass off in investment banking, you move up the ranks. At this point, you're going to earn X. You put in the sweat equity here. Eventually, you're going to become a partner. You're going to earn Y. And eventually, blah, 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 blah. And it's like very, very kind of linear um, and methodical. As an entrepreneur, nothing. With that being said, um, I think when, when you're working like as an employee, there, there's 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 a higher there's a higher probably ground floor, but a, a lower ceiling. Mm-hmm. With an entrepreneur, like you know, it's it's a roller coaster, but and the highs are fucking high, mm-hmm. right? Like, and you can build anything, and you know, there's limitless opportunity and potential, but at the same time, there's also like nothing you know to look down. There's no security blanket. There's no safety net. There's no floor. There's no stability, right? And uh, that was something that, like, I really experienced. I I, I left school uh, where my parents were quite frankly paying for my education. They were paying for my room and board. I'm very thankful for that. I, I grew shout up, out the parents. Shout, shout out the parents. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I I grew up I grew up privileged. My dad is like a corporate man. He's worked in 20 years in the corporate space, yeah, he's and, and and he's done and he's done he's done very well for himself. Yeah. Um, but you know, I left all that behind to like kind of venture on my own path. I went from moving to you know the fraternity into an apartment that I couldn't afford in Miami. Yeah. Um, you know, which was a whole you know, other story in itself. The, my, my roommate that I was supposed to kind of be living with and, and splitting rent with, uh, like ended up completely like scamming the fuck out of me. 
ブランドフォーム。いや、あれですね。ブランドフォーム。いや、あれですね。ブランドフォーム。いや、あれですね。ブランドフォーム。いや、あれですね。ブランドフォーム。いや、あれですね。ブランドフォーム。いや、あれです
a big thing that I've been saying is that like success takes a long time. It doesn't just take like a month. You can't just pump a sword for a month and do yeah. it for 100K a month yeah. and it's over. All this takes time, right? You have to get punched in the gut over and over and over and over again. And then at some point, hopefully God willing, you have your success, you know what I mean? Right. And obviously like there's always more success, more success which like you're striving for right now, right? right. I'm gonna see you get to eight figures. I, I know you are. Like, yeah, you, you, you can 100 to get to eight figures a year. Yeah, not 100%. Easily, yeah, easily. Especially like, like you said, good product, Good marketing channels, not just relying on Facebook. A lot of D2C brands, shout out to all these brands that are just all on Facebook. Those right. guys are taking shit. <laughs> um, like, you're not all on Facebook, you know what I mean? Like, right. building that moat, building that, that expertise is a big, big, big deal that people have to really understand. So, if you don't have particular organic, talk to Oliver, hit him up on Twitter because people right. start hooking you up with that. Um, but, I'm, like, it's, this is awesome because, like, meeting guys like you, seeing guys like us, like, just in this space. He can be successful, but also you sharing how like, yeah, dude, this sucks. I felt it too before. I, I felt kind of, I'm like, yo, this sucks. Like, <laughs> right, right. I was telling you before, like my parents wanted me to have a job. Like wanted me to work in like banking and do all the BS. Like they paid for my college too. Like, just like, yeah, same boat. At the same time, I was like, no, nah, man, I want to figure something out on my own, do a good job and like keep growing as a person. I think a lot of people listening to this are probably in the same boat. So like take the risk and like, keep going. So, like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, like what you said too about like how things take time, like tabs wouldn't be tabs without all the other shit that I did from 14 years old exactly. till today. All of the wins, the losses, like all the fuck ups, you know, the, the, the lessons and even like all the shit that I went through, you know, this summer, this past year, like that is what has built me into the person that I am today. You know, people don't get that. Like, tabs isn't just like this year. Right. Was, since when you were 40. Right, 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 right. I say the same thing with like right. shit music, the 3PL. Yeah. Like, yes, obviously, like, we're doing it now, it's successful now, whatever. But all that success, like, when I was 16, starting Technics Academy, yeah. teaching little kids yeah. code. Yeah. Like, all those lessons, all that money, yeah. all like the relationships, all the learnings, all the failures. That's what's now happening, right? Yeah. Like, you're the same way, dude. Yeah. If you weren't doing the fish quiz on that, no, no, you no, have no idea what's no. going on right now. No, no, no. Same with Kyle, dude. Like, yeah. all of us. Like, we just literally, it's all building blocks, building blocks. And the next thing's gonna be bigger. Like, I'm sure the next thing is not gonna be e commerce, sex shop. It's gonna be some big private equity, tech, SaaS, SaaS. Like, yeah. Yeah. Whatever, SaaS. Exactly. Yeah, SaaS. I'm not gonna into that. So, uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, bro. Yeah, do you have anything else? What do you got, Mr. Kyle? Mr. Kyle. That's a good question. Now we're interviewing me. I was, uh, <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna spit some games. So oh, it's Um, blinking out. Oh, you I, I wanted to say something. You usually got the wisdom, bro. I usually do have the wisdom. Drop the wisdom. Wrong tire. Oh, yeah, then you have the wisdom. You know what I'm saying? 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 Oh, I know. We've been talking our heads off. We've been networking with so many people. Obviously, you being one of them. And I think. I hate to call it networking, bro. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just like kicking it. But, you know, all right, don't doubt me. <laughs> no, but, so one, one of the things I wanted to mention though is you know, a, lot of, a lot of times you get someone, you know, you, you paint a picture via how you see them on social media. Right. You see their YouTube, you see their Twitter, you see their Instagram, and you see this perfect lifestyle going on behind the scenes. And then you sit down and talk to them and be like, this is a normal person that has normal problems and that has overcome a lot of shit to get to where they are now. And like, I think that's super important about like meeting people in person, even talking to people over the phone. Like it's a lot of times like, how you see people on social media is totally different than how they actually are in person. So yeah, like being in person is, is important. Like having that, those relationships, like physically. We could put a game changer on that. Like, 
we never met in person. We've, we've texted a lot before. Yeah. Like you guys haven't spent that much time together either. Like over there, but, like you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like some of the guys that we've met this weekend, like we met them all like, through Instagram or through DMs or texting. But like seeing face to face, sitting down, chatting with somebody, it really like builds that relationship, right? It's like we do your next thing. I'm sure we'll be talking about that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Kind of crazy, hundred yeah. percent. But you know, you know, you know what the other interesting thing is too, like about like kind of hearing about the struggles in university and like overcoming the challenges too that people don't talk about. You see the highlight reel and you look at these people that are bigger than you, right? Like these eight-figure guys or these moguls or these giants. Nine-figure guys. Yeah, nine-figure guys. Fuck you. And you look at them and they're you're like, damn, like, they're superhuman. Like they must be like blessed by God. And it's like the secret is, is like, okay, I'm not, I'm not downplaying. Like they're smart. They're for sure smart. But they're made out of like the same fucking blood as us. Literally. And like we all have the ability to achieve just as much, if not more, as those people did too. So I mean like I'm not I'm no smarter than you. Like whoever's in Washington like, right yeah, now. Like, yeah. I don't I don't I probably don't have like a higher IQ, like I don't think I'm smarter than you. Like I don't think that I have like some sort of like crazy, like secret quality that you don't have. Like it's just about like doing it, like being on the journey, not giving up, and like continuing learning and grinding and improving. Um, yeah. That's good. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a good place to end this thing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to go out and have a fun time. We're going to have a fun time. We're, we're an hour. Dude, like, that's my first time out here. You're first time out here. It's my first time out here. <laughs> and you just got to hold on. I'm on a podcast. Tell, them, tell people where they can find you, where they can get the sex chocolates. Where you, <laughs> just share whatever you want to share. We'll have a link in the description. Where can we find you? Follow me on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, yeah, my Twitter is Oliver underscore underscore B1. Um, I need to get a better Twitter. That's crazy. That's actually yeah, it's fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, follow Tabs me on Twitter. Uh, my brand is called Tabs Chocolate. I do have a, a TikTok agency. Um, love to talk to you about it if you're interested. Yeah, shoot yeah, me a DM. Yeah, shoot me a DM. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me, boys. For sure. And for us, uh, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share, smash the like button. Smash the like button. <laughs> also follow the uh, follow the TikTok. Follow the Instagram. We're going big on short. Oh, we're also oh, actually doing oh, work. <laughs> we're putting on the spot here. You're gonna give us a promo code for Tabs Chocolate. We're gonna oh, put it yeah. in. Yeah, all right, give me a word. Oh, NMT. New money talk. Oh, NMT ten. We need to do that. Tabs Chocolate. That's literally worse than the. It's literally worse than the the pop up for the. I think it's 15 percent. I'm doing 20. NMT 20. Put that in NMT 20. You get 20% off your tap chocolate. You get a free meal. We'll we'll see how powerful your following is. Little do you guys know, like they they negotiate a little referral fees. We're all affiliates here. We're going to make shit out of this. Anyways, thank you guys. Thank you, dude. Appreciate you. And keep on watching the next one. See you guys. Bye. Peace.